This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Lou Roberts. This is Tyrese Campbell. And you're listening to the Every Step Along The Way podcast. Um, anyway, Mr. Buxton, welcome. You're right. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello, Michael. Hello, Rory. Hello, everyone. Goalkeeper, eh? Very exciting. About bloody time. Um, it's probably only going to be anything between 15 and 30 minutes. Um, not too much. But yeah, just basically, like I say, as the title says, focusing on uh, Daniel Everson. Wonder what Jack Bonham's going to make about all this. <laughs> he must know his uh, his days are a little bit numbered anyway. But he looked mortified on that video of um, of them training. He literally looked. He was like, "Yeah, definitely got competition. There's no chance." Yeah, I don't think it's going to come as a surprise for him, Rory. I think you know he's he's been replaced. Tried to be replaced twice by Alex Neil. Uh, one of the first things he well, that's the first thing that a current crop of manager, <clears throat> excuse me, um, obviously Shuey, uh, first thing he does is replace him. So says everything you need to know about what what confidence they've got in Jack Bonham. Uh, which you know it's a shame for the lad. You know, he's he's clearly trying his best, but it's just unfortunate that his best isn't good enough. Unfortunately, so. Um, yeah, it's it's one of them. At least he'll be a backup now, and I don't think he'll be anything more than that. And no doubt that that Dan will, will run through things, but um, I think kind of going forwards, we will probably need, I reckon, two goalkeepers in the summer. To be honest, he has been doing, and it's probably going to get stingy. But I think he has been quite decent these past couple of games. You know, he's kept us out of losing games. But obviously, yeah, I think we've got to sort of, we need to have the solid backup now of is he going to come into a game and actually save the game? Obviously, because I know his nerves aren't the best after coming in, but obviously, who knows? I He's decent, but I don't think he's decent enough for what style of football we need and the confidence on the back line. I think that's the problem with him, isn't it? Like, he'll have two good games and then two bad games. It's like there's no consistency there. And as we all know, like goalkeeper-wise, if you're not if you're making mistakes, they're always pretty fatal <laughs> as far as football goes. So, yeah, it, it's a shame for Jack, but I suppose you could have worse number twos. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, 
Okay, let's go, Mr. Buxton. Over to you if uh, if you want to crack on, just give us maybe a bit of an overview of Dix. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't seen his stats. All I know is that we tried to sign him free rabbit, that's pretty much my uh, extent of my knowledge. It's quite attached with Jack Bottom because you spent all season saying he's a number two, and now he is a number two. Um, yes, so Daniel Everson, um, as I'm sure you're aware, we signed him on loan from Leicester. He has got 18 months left on his contract there, so there is possibly a deal to be done this summer. We only have 12 months. Uh, he spent the whole season really. He hasn't been in a match day squad of Leicester since the 12th of August. Uh, he's been third choice keeper mainly throughout the season. Uh, last season, though, he did play 17 games for them across the Premier League, FA Cup, and League Cup, including 12 in the second half of last season. Uh, we got some audio from a Leicester podcast earlier on. Uh, Chris Foran, um, who's uh, who sent his audio before. Good morning, guys. And first of all, Happy New Year to you. I uh, hope you uh, had a good one and uh, you've recovered. Uh, Daniel Iverson to Stoke. Yes, what can I say about him? Uh, a surprise... Um, for us that he wasn't going to be uh, our starting keeper this season and even bigger surprise uh, that he wasn't our number two uh, he, he came in for Danny Ward sort of halfway through last season uh, Danny Ward was having a, a mare, uh, not necessarily his fault, the, <laughs> the defence in front of him was absolutely awful uh, and wasn't a lot better for Daniel Everson but Everson came in, kind of restored confidence a little bit and the fans seem to like him uh, you know he's tall he comes out he, he controls his box well um, start of the season uh, we go and uh, and buy Hermanson and we're all like oh okay um, but it, the problem with Everson is and it depends the way you play he's not uh, one of these goalkeepers that plays it out from the back a lot um, well he, he can do but he's not particularly he's one of his strengths uh, Hermanson was brought in because obviously Enzo our manager like a lot of managers these days likes to play out from the back with like a sweeper keeper and Everson is, is not a sweeper keeper uh, so we all thought well alright Hermanson's come in Iverson will go down to be number two. Ward will will, will go, and Stolcharik will uh, will probably go out on loan. Uh, imagine our surprise when Iverson wasn't even yeah, <laughs> number two, uh, and Stolcharik was uh, moved up again, probably because he's more of a, a, a sweeper keeper than Iverson is. Um, Look, you're getting a goalkeeper there, if you do sign him, that's got Premier League experience. Uh, uh, not a bad shot stopper. Um, uh, we'd have, we'd have, we'd have, we would have been quite happy with him uh, if he had been our number one and uh, or even our number two. So I guess that basically sums it up. But... Um, you know, good luck, uh, and I think you know you 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 you're not going to get a bad goalkeeper there. I think I think he'll be all right. You got him on loan apparently if he comes, so you know no no commitment. But he hasn't even made you know a squad. I mean, Danny Ward's been picked as a substitute when we've had like two goalkeepers on the bench. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me. Um, and Everson has, has never done that at all this season. So uh, yeah, his his future looks to be away uh, from the club. Surprise. 
is, but like I say, you're getting a, a goalkeeper with Premier League experience. If you want to sweep a keeper, maybe not for you, depending what your goalkeeping position is like. Good luck for the rest of the season, guys, except when you play us, of course. And uh, all the best. Take care. Bye-bye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We know that he was at Preston. He played 46 games for Preston. He got there. He swept the the board with their end-of-season awards. Um, Obviously, he was, like I say, fantastic with that. And apparently, uh, he also ended that season with zero errors that led to a goal. So to play all 46 games and have a single error that led to a goal was quite impressive for a goalkeeper in this league yeah Preston fans still raving about him he's also been promoted from League One before that with Rotherham as well 25 years old so plenty of um, time ahead of him and obviously yeah he's been on Stoke's radar for well over 12 months really Alex Neil tried to sign him beforehand or at least the club tried to sign him when Neil was in charge and it looks like now they've uh, now they've got the man. So hopefully, um, I mean, I'll bring I'll bring you in first, Mike, before we go over and then we'll have a word with Rory and anybody else who wants to speak. Uh, you know, feel free to you request so. And we'll, you know, the more conversation we have, the better. Uh, but Mike, do you think this deal is alone with a view to a permanent, even if that's not officially in the contract as such? Uh, I don't doubt it, but that's a good Any goalkeeper who's going out on loan with 18 months left, a little bit like, I suppose, a number of positions, but you're fighting for him to come back. We've tried to say a a couple of times, but he says to me that whatever reason, he's not going to be coming up with the number one coach. So I think it's probably a big factor for that. So I think he'll come in here with have a point to prove, and, you know, once he's proven that point I think he's going to be hoping to to hopefully sign for a club who's going to be trying to fight at the other end of the you know of the league which we tried to do as far as we tried to do for the last six years it's not worked out so uh yeah fighting for a jersey absolutely again let's be honest he hasn't got much competition so he probably knows that if he does join he'll be number one um obviously Bonham will probably be number two and maybe Simpkin will be that number three uh going forward and you know a bit of uh but a young blood, someone to try and bring through, because let's be honest, Frankie Fielding will be gone. I don't know whether we would try and replace Jack Bonham. Um, I think maybe in the long term, yes. I think the fact we've given him a new deal was a ridiculous decision, but the fact he's got a new deal and he's still in the club, I reckon Shuey's going to want several players kind of going forward. So is goalkeeper then really a concern? I mean, we all know we'd rather a better goalkeeper as a backup, but when you think about other positions on the pitch, 
as long as Iverson stays fit, that's his that's his job. So Barnum could come in as an emergency goalkeeper if needed. So I genuinely do think that we will probably not replace Bonham. He will just downgrade to a number two. So yeah, Luke, really happy. Everything I've seen when he you know when when he couldn't join us last year. He was, as you said, he played in the actual Leicester team quite a lot. And I remember watching him on TV a number of times when they were televised and he was really solid. Everyone was gutted that we didn't get him. Obviously, then we go and sign Travers and Travers does a good job, but everyone forgets about Iverson. I think we've got a very, very good experienced goalkeeper and we'll be no doubt, I think, signing him in the summer if everything goes well. I know you've given a couple of your thoughts. I mean, would, are you disappointed that it's not Travers? Or are you quite comfortable the fact of, again, you know, we've got Iverson at least for the rest of the season? Um, to be fair, I'm quite happy with, with it with Iverson. Obviously, Travers, um, he would have been a shout if he did if he did come, obviously. Um, but to be fair, just looking at them training videos, he seems quite confident with his feet. Obviously, a couple of lesser fans have said he's not the best with his feet and... Um, and he's quite thingy with long balls, but obviously, again, that's something that we'll, we'll assess whilst he's playing. But on, to be honest, either one of them I would have been happy with and confident with, even if it's just to keep us where we are. Obviously, we need the confidence on the back line, and unfortunately with Jack Bonham, we don't have that. But with either of them two, we will. I mean, we've seen it with Travers, so yeah. Are you back with us, Daniel? Yes, sorry about that. It's me and Spaces don't agree sometimes. It likes to boot me out. <laughs> I'm back with you now. Yeah, uh, first and foremost for me, um, sorry if I'm going over what you've just said. Like I've just had to go out and come back. Um, but for me, first and foremost for a goalkeeper, I want them to stop the ball going in the net. And he, by all accounts, seems to be really good at stopping the ball going in the net. So that's a win for me. Um, he seems to be quite solid he doesn't seem to make mistakes as such um, not major ones anyway obviously all goalkeepers are going to make some mistakes so yeah I, I can't see any negatives for me and I think you know, I, we, we've not it's not like one set of fans have said he's great and someone else said oh he's alright and then someone said oh actually he's crap for us there's not really been any like even when this deal was mentioned before, when it was mentioned last season, nobody has come out and said, oh, he's a bit dodgy or he'll throw one or two in his own net, um, which is impressive for a goalkeeper who's played, what, I think nearly about 160, 170 games in his career. So, yeah, he's not had anyone, any detractors as such or people who are willing to sort of run him down a bit. So, yeah, that's it's an improvement on what we've got because we spent an awful lot of time in recent years, talking about flappy goalkeepers at this club far too much, haven't we? It's been probably the weakest goalkeeping setups we've had a few years on the trot now. Uh, we've always been known as having really good goalkeeping units. You probably heard me say that on the pod before. You know, we always had two or three keepers who were all fighting. You, you would put them in and not, you know, not really care because you knew they'd all deliver. We haven't had that now for a couple of years. You know, Bonham, I've already talked about Bonham, but, you know, again, Frankie Fielding hasn't even played a game for us. And I know you'll turn around and say, well, he wasn't really there to play. But if he's signed, then if he has to play, he, he should play. But he hasn't He hasn't kicked a ball. So, again, whether that is, that... is that actually... I mentioned Simkin earlier. I mean, is that a bad place for Simkin to be then? Do we need a an ageing goalkeeper as actually as number three and Simkin go out on loan? I'm, I'm probably guessing that's probably the best place for him, actually. 
at his age, yeah, at his age, I definitely wouldn't want him to be sat in the stands or, um, you know, just just doing a few warm ups in the championship. When I think his level that he's achieved at Solihull and the reputation he's garnered there would definitely get him a league move um, to you know somewhere in League Two next season. And I think Stoke should be pushing for that. They should be getting him out there and getting him experience as as much as. Um, it is good to have him around the squad at the minute and have him say, getting that experience around the club. And I think that will come in useful when he does come to play for Stoke in the future. You know, when he, he will be used to the surroundings. Um, you know, he's still going to be nervous on them first couple of games at the back 265, for example. But at least, you know, every time he gets out there at the minute and he's absorbing the match day experience at the back 265, it's taking that a little bit away. For, you know, of um, the occasion so when he does come to have he's, he's less likely to be overawed by it but having said that the, 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 the positivity of doing that is being far outweighed for me by him actually playing football somewhere else um, and go out there go make a few mistakes go learn from them go, go have people heckle you a little bit if that's what it takes because then he'll grow as a person he'll grow as a goalkeeper he'll understand what he's good at, what he's not, where his limitations are, and what the games, uh, you know, what, what the game throws at you in the professional, in the professional game rather than underage football. So, yeah, uh, for me, he needs to get out on loan. And if that's if that means we keep four keepers on board so that Frankie Fielding can still be the perennial number three, uh, just sort of backing up and kicking a few balls around on match day, then yeah, so be it. We've had some a couple of uh, comments come in, mate. So Kieran Downs said that uh, I would have preferred Travers, but happy with Iverson. He's better than Bonham already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And actually, Kieran, I mean, you're welcome to speak if you want to speak or reply. But why would you have preferred Travers over Iverson? Just out of interest, um, is that due to what you've seen play, or is that just the fact that you've seen Travers play and you know you're you're quite comfortable with obviously how he's performed just 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 curious um uh Voone says uh, a lot of fans seem to agree that he has poor distribution iverson uh hopefully this means that passing back will stop um yeah potentially um so if there's any more uh, rory i've seen your comments about muting you definitely uh shouldn't be muted anymore mate but yeah so i mean I'd good to hear from you, Kieran, if if you want to to actually speak. But yeah, I agree with what you're saying, Dan, around the whole um, loaning out of of Simkin. I think it's probably a, probably a good shout. Uh, I think we can find somebody else rather than Frankie Fielding, though. To be honest. Um, cool. Uh, sorry, is there anything else that you wanted to to cover off, Dan? I know this was only going to be a a brief one. Uh, I think the stats are still quite you know quite positive from what you've said anyway. But is there any other areas that you wanted to cover? Uh, yeah, just I suppose just uh, you know what are people's um, thoughts on well where we go next? I suppose we've we've got a goalkeeper sorted. Uh, is there anything that people want to you know where where should we be looking next? Where's the next priority? Because I think goalkeeper was a big priority for everybody. It's nice to do what, what are we on the fifth of Jan to get a goalkeeper yeah. sorted for the rest of the season. It gives us a you know, clear month now to concentrate on other areas. Um, for me, I'd say left back is the next biggest one. Uh, but if, yeah, if you could have one more one more position to sign someone, who would it be? Um, Mike, I agree with you on the whole left back situation. 
Uh, was it was it Liam McCarran or something might come tomorrow? I think most of forgot the guy even existed. Uh, let's be honest. Myself until sat down the. Uh, I was looking through the uh, Stoke um, app earlier on at the play. I was like, Liam McCarran, Liam McCarran, of course. There's a left back for tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously, I was like, no Gooch, no Stevens, no Junior, no Thompson. <laughs> I was like, he's fifth choice left back, but he'll have to do tomorrow. Yeah, so I think I agree with you. Left back, probably next one. Um, I would have said, would have, would have actually said centre back, but I think now that Wilmot's back, as long as he stays fit, we're comfortable for the rest of the season. Uh, I wouldn't mind another striker. Again, I think Tyrese, we know a good Tyrese can be on his day, and I think that's the main word here on his day. He hasn't been that player this year. He's obviously been unfit for most of it as well, which doesn't help. Um, if Terry's can go back and stay fit, then we might be okay. But I, I think we've, we've nailed that one main position for January, and that was the goalkeeper. That's the main thing we need to get done. Um, Stokey Thomas made a comment down, so he says, I think people prefer Travers because they've seen him play, but Harrison's genuinely as good, in my opinion. A great shot stopper. Not the best with his feet, but not bad. He can kick, just isn't one who can play it around the back. And again, that's fine for me. I mean, for what we do anyway, if you think about when we collect the ball, they're only short passes. Like he's not having to do, you know, half pitch, pinpoint crossing and stuff like that. You know, it, it's pretty bog standard stuff. If the guy can't pass in a straight line, he shouldn't be a professional footballer, <laughs> regardless of where you bloody play. So yeah, for me, I think it's um, I think I think it's really positive for for Travers. Uh, see if there's any more comments come through as well. Um, I think we've even said the same type of thing as well. Uh, Connor says Bonham's perfectly fine as a backup. I'd probably agree with that. Um, Voon says, um, I think it would like us to try and sign McNally permanent. You know what, Voon? I'm not sure. He's a weird character for me. He's been okay in defence. I think that sometimes he, he loses his man far, far too easily. And his passing ain't great. I, I, personally, I wouldn't want him. I think in the summer we could probably find somebody better. I'm not saying he's been bad. He's not been Michael Rose bad uh, at times. Um but I don't think that. See, I think it probably is. A, he probably is a Schumacher player more so than Rose. So I, I mean, I, I get your point about making him permanent. I, I just wouldn't. I think I think there is better people out there. He's going to want real passing centre backs. I think Ben Wilmot will be an absolute shoe in uh, for Schumacher, um, just like he is for most managers. I think his qualities are really good. Uh, but yeah, I think we need another a different play you know, centre back who can actually play the ball. Ironically, you know, go on. Uh, ironically, you know, Michael Rose might actually be a, a better distributor of the ball than, than Luke McNally. Um, if for Stephen Schumacher, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm a little bit disappointed with McNally, if I'm honest. I thought he would. I you know, he came with this massive reputation, didn't he, from his time at Coventry last year. And I thought we were getting this great centre half who was going to be totally dominant and you know a, a great youngster who's going to develop and get better and better as the season goes on. And he's all right. Don't get me wrong. He's he's not. He's a steady defender, but I just don't see what the fuss was all about. That's the problem. No, I, I don't either. Um, we've had someone just asked, um, we've, we've got to get Luke Cundall. That one looks like it's it's close-ish to being done as well. Was it one and a half million? I think it's been mentioned. I swear yeah, to his... 
if he scored five or scored four and contributed five as an assist or something. Um, I can't say I've seen an awful lot of him, but I think Plymouth are disappointed. Yeah, I think he's been a bit of a key man anti for for Plymouth. Um, interesting to see who's the full guy if he comes in, because obviously you'd imagine he's a player Stephen Schumacher is going to know more about than any of our squad. So if anything, he's going to be, you know, you all know what his game is. I know I can trust him. I can whack him in this position, and he'll do a job for me. So I can't imagine Berger will be the one dropping out. Um, it could well probably be far, you know, Baker might be the one who is then sort of fighting for a place in that midfield from judging off the last game and obviously you know you got people to come back in like Loren as well uh, Jono has been playing central anti and I think he's he's better in the central areas so there's going to be some midfield competition going on and there's going to be some good options and, and uh, I know he loses like his rotation doesn't he this manager yeah, he does. I think he might come in for Daniel Johnson personally, mate. Uh, I don't think. I think he's probably seen through Johnson now. I think we, he was he was all right when he came. He's just seemed to have really gone off the boil, and now he seems to almost be not very good at hardly any position we put him in. I think you know he's great. He's look, he's a versatile player. He'll do his best, but he's he's not a forty six game a season player anymore. Uh, so I think he will be gone. I think Baker is exactly the type of. Of player that you know Shuey's going to want personally, so uh, I I don't think he's going anywhere. Josh Loren, um, <laughs> I'm I'm on the fence with that one. We've seen he can be really good, but then we've seen him at his worst as well. And uh, he was almost down the on you know, the Henry situation for me at parts of this season where he he was more of a detriment in the team than out of it. Um, so yeah, I think he, I think Loren massively. Um, improved since Alex Neal's gone I think maybe it was, whether it was the role he was asked to play or whether there was something else that's gone on but I think his form dramatically improved with the introduction of Paul Gallagher and then uh, Stephen Schumacher so I wouldn't let's say I think he's definitely one worth giving another go and it's just a pity he did get that injury when he did you know, that, you know sort of the tackle where he sort of turned his ankle over and that because um, he was he's actually doing quite well in that game and, and actually the ones preceding it as well. So hopefully when he's back fit, actually it'll definitely be another name added in. Like sort of like you were saying there, I think Daniel Johnson, um, not really I don't think he quite covers the ground that Stephen Schumacher will want from a midfielder. Um, you look at those non negotiables that you know that, that keep being sort of rammed into the squad, don't they? And you wonder does he it, you know, is that his game? Is that his game to to you know fight around and, and really you know, fight for the ball back if he loses it uh, to win every every battle and all? Is that Daniel Johnson's game? Is he is he too much of a? It's weird to say, but is, is he too much of a luxury in, in that kind of sense? Because he's very sort of he's very um, he's got full of flair. But at the same time, it, 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 obviously we haven't seen it enough lately, have we? But that's his game, isn't it? It's quite, you know, he, he's he's quite relaxed. He'll play the game at sort of his pace, and uh, he's, he can pick a pass. That's pretty much his game. Are we? That's not really what we need. We need more energy, I think, in a Schumacher midfield. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, you say pick a pass. He's not really put anything on a plate for anyone that I can remember. So I don't think he does it enough. He's capable, yes, but he doesn't do it enough. So I, I won't be disappointed to see Johnson go um, in the summer. It was it was a deal that made sense, I guess, for Alex Neal. But no, I, I think he's done. We've had a couple more things come through, Dan. Uh, somebody who actually clearly has listened to the pod, I think maybe believes, uh, actually agrees with you. Uh, Anthony uh, Bowie says Suter would be the ideal player to have back. He can pick a great pass. I mean, we, we said that, didn't we? Like, if you can get Suter back on loan, there'll be a lot of teams who want him. But if you can get him back on loan, there won't be a better centre-back partnership next year for me if it, than Suter and Wilmot. I think that'd be an incredible back-to to centre-back. Well, to be honest, I'm, not, I'm a bit annoyed with Daniel Everson. I'm sure there was room in his car for Harry Suter today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he could surely he could have smuggled him in. The left manager wouldn't even have noticed he wasn't there, I'm sure. <laughs> He's not noticed him all season, has he? Um, in all seriousness, though, we did. Well, obviously, we're getting the um, mentioned earlier on, we're getting the audio from the Leicester, from Chris at Leicester, and mentioned Harry Suter to him, uh, not on audio, but just, just sort of afterwards, and just said, you know, what's the deal? Like? And it was interesting, he sort of said that there were just um, better players or better suited, the manager's brought his own man in at centre-half, and then there's a couple other ones. Uh, James Justin's now part of a sort of three-man defence, because he wanted uh, him in there, and he's sort of just fell down the pecking order, he said, but his, his performances have been great when he has played. It's not like, He's not out of it due to a lack of form or anything like that. Um, yeah, he just said, he, the ones who have been in have just been that consistent, he just can't, can't get a game. So I said, like, you know, do you, do you think... If you know, if we were interested, if we did, you know, stick a, a little loan bid or anything, he said, yeah, he said he fully expects him to leave, either permanent or on loan in January. He says he doesn't think he's pretty sure he won't be there come the end of Jan. So if that is the case, Stoke, get back onto Leicester and sort it out. Not being funny, forget about being permanent. We all know that one ain't going to. I mean, loan wise, though, Dan. Ah. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if they actually kept him on a little bit longer and they keep him until the summer because if they're going to sell him, I think they'll probably have better luck in, in, in the summer than they will in January. That's my personal opinion. And if they don't sell him at all, then absolutely next season, I could see maybe a season-long loan. But again, like I said, there will be several clubs who will want him. Maybe one of the newly promoted clubs may fancy him. Uh, you know, he is still a good centre-back. So if we can avoid the promoted clubs and no other Premier club wants him, then I reckon we'll be in a good shout because we'll be one of probably the entire buddy league who would happily take him. So I, I definitely keep him. I, I definitely take him. If we, especially if we end this season well as well and we get a bit of momentum and a bit of a positivity. Oh, well, yes, Stoke are going places, start of a new season. Everybody's on zero points again. So, you know, they're as good as any of go- chance of going up. If it's that kind, you know, you know, the finish season, the finish tenth, had a good, good ending. You never, like I say, that's going to um, sort of build into it. But this is Stoke City. We don't finish anywhere but fourteenth to sixteenth, do we? That's remember that. Um, I the, the thing with Suter, you mentioned there, didn't you? About if they're trying to sell him in the summer, then you know they might hold on to until then. I actually think if they are looking to sell him, the best time is the summer. But if they now look at, say, well, if, if they hold on to him for another six months and he, but he, play, he doesn't kick a ball, they're then trying to offload 
a centre-half who hasn't played in 12 months. Before that, he played half a season. And before that, he was out injured for 12 months. So really, in the last two and a half years, he'll have played six months' worth of football. Are they surely not better getting are they sure about sending him out on loan to somebody like Stoke where they know he's going to be playing week in week out because it's not his form that's the issue they say oh, he's, not, he's not turned into a bad player it's just that we have such consistent good players here he can't get a look in so send him out where he can remind everybody and show people that this is how good I still am I am still a quality defender look at me aren't I great and then come the summer, Leicester then are surely likely to receive more of a transfer fee than if he's been sat on in the stands for, or on the bench for 12 months. Yeah, absolutely makes, absolutely makes perfect sense. And I think that, I, would, I know it sounds really silly as well, not silly, but like, geography-wise, he's obviously going to be living quite local. He, he might not have even moved, uh, for, for all we know as well. So that... That absolutely helps us um, in that sense. So, yeah, look, a six-month loan with the proviso that maybe we can extend that loan if somebody doesn't come in for him in the summer. Um, but otherwise, yeah, look, six months, do us a job. We'll be happy with that. And it, we, we'll get to see what, a you know, again, a Wilmot and, and suitor back uh, back to uh, would, would do there. Um, one thing that someone's asked as well, Dan, uh, uh, do you think any outgoings could happen? Campbell's contract expires in the summer. Um I see Campbell going. I think he's going to want to change uh, as much as anything else. If he was going to stay, I think he would have stayed. But I think the change in manager, the fact that Shuey's not seen him play probably at all, is not going to help his his case. Uh, it depends totally on whether he's done it a Michael O'Neill and managed to convince him to stay. Personally, I think this is the perfect time for Tyrese to leave. If he does go, I fully understand that he... Like I say, he's now at the point where Stoke will be sticking a three or four year contract in front of him, won't they, and saying, sign this. And he's what, 23? So, 23 and 24. So, they want, Stoke will want him to stick around until he's 27, 28. If he signs that contract and Stoke continue to do what they've done for the whole of his career so far, which is lumber around, it, you know, get relegated from the Premier League and then stick around in the bottom half of the Championship. He probably sees himself a lot higher than that, either top end of the championship, challenging for promotion, or even in the Premier League itself. He's been thinking to himself, why? I've, I've already done it once where I've given you an extra, you know, three years of my, of my career. You now want me to give my best years of my career to take me to my late 20s. At what point, nobody is then going to pick me up and take me into the Premier League if I'm still here and I've been languishing down in the, in the you know, this sort of state of finishing the bottom half of the championship continues for another few years so for him I can fully understand if he says yeah enough's enough he's you know we've been uh, this this sort of relationship between player and club has been going on for what six years seven years and it's now come to a point where it needs to break fair enough however I do think he would he's another one who would benefit from um the space and the opportunities created in a Schumacher-style team. And I also think that given the opportunity, I, I do, when you say like, you think he would have re-signed, if he was staying, he would have re-signed by now. I actually do, because I don't. I think if Alex Neal was here, um, I don't think he gets the, uh, the the service and he doesn't see any progression under Alex Neal. We, we weren't doing anything, we weren't going anywhere. Under Schumacher... 
Stoke basically, I think he will wait until closer to the end of the season. And because I don't think he's desperate to leave by any stretch, he seems happy here. Um, even with the stick that certain quarter of the fan base give him, I think he is quite happy here. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's not really, he's never had sort of had, you know, had a bad word as such to say about the fans, the area, the club, whatever. I think if, you, if we Stoke show him, they'll actually, yeah, you know, we have had a good end of the season. We are putting something together. We are going in the right direction. I think he, he would he would resign if he can see that the that there is something building and some something to sign for, if you like. Yeah, I can see a rationale. I, I, I just, I just think he's been here for that long, and yeah, as you said, we haven't progressed. But he might want to, he might want a new change. But uh, a, a contrast in comments uh, coming from Smiler because our defence looks so much better when Suter went. He isn't even that good. May as well have kept Connor Taylor. I mean, not me funny Smiler, but you can't compare Connor Taylor and and Suter for quality. Connor Taylor really was okay for the couple of games he played. The rest of it, he, ne- he never really performed when he came back in. You know, one's a multi-million pound defender and one's, well, not couldn't, no, not really cutting it where he is from what I gather. So, um, yeah, I don't think you can really compare the two. But, uh, yeah, it, everyone's entitled to their opinion, personally. Uh, so, Rory says, uh, suits and Wilmot sound class. I mean, Rory, do you want to come back in? with You can comment on anything that we've been rabbiting on about if you want. <laughs> To be honest, I think it is a shout to bring the suits back in. Obviously, you know, I wouldn't mind him coming. Obviously, I know a lot of fans have divided, but to be honest, I find it quite rude that in the November before he left, I had him put on my shirt, and then he left in the January. So I need to. It's your fault. Go on. It's your fault, then, is it? Well, I didn't. <laughs> I was stupid enough to get Liam Delap as well. That I, I still to this day sit here and think I don't know why I did that. But um, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting suits back in. Obviously, we need someone on the end of the shot. So we said we've got Ryan Mai and Vidigal. But obviously, both of them seem to have dipped in confidence. And I mean, Dwight Gale, he can stay as far as we can throw him from that pitch. He is awful. I will <laughs> him. Did you like his finish on Saturday, Corey? <laughs> it was right in front of us. So, obviously, we're at the front of the Boovin, and it just, he just the way he stood there and did nothing. I was out, I, I was mortified. And then the abuse <laughs> that came from behind me, I was like, oh dear. I know, it's like we sit in the corner, and like I say, so we sort of, where we are, he was right in our eye line, was Gay on, and then Hoover from the cross, and I was like, Oh, defender's not got this. Oh, defender's been shooting. I thought, he's in. He's he's completely missed the ball. <laughs> the thing is, though, because obviously it was literally directly in front of us, the way Hoover crossed it in, it tapped Gale's foot and it could have gone in, but instead of Gale tapping it forward, he tapped it completely backwards. And I don't know how that's possible, but... <sighs> <laughs> As I, the, the guy's made a career the poor guy's made an absolute career anti out of those chances he puts them away with his eyes closed it just does not ha- it just doesn't seem to happen for him since he's signed for Stoke one that we got too late we were having a conversation uh, the match 
on Saturday's game, there's a lot of players that we seem to have got a year or two too soon. You know, players who play for us and then the year after they go and absolute, look an absolute beast for somebody else. Uh, Liam Delap, Philogene Bedes, um Smallbone's a better player after playing for Stoke. You've got, um, who was the other one that we were mentioning? Uh, there's a bit of few, I can't think off the top of my head, but I think he's the opposite end of the scale. I think we got him a couple of years too late. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, he's not been good for many many a year. Um, Adam Cheshire says Campbell will be like Whitaker has been at Plymouth. So very similar players. Schumacher could get the best out of him. Uh, yeah, I think Dan's just said very similar. I, I agree, Adam. Uh, I think that's definitely a fair shout. Um, so if there's any more comments that come through, I haven't already spoken about. So somebody might be typing a comment now, so we'll give you a few seconds. But um, yes, yeah, so we're going to probably wrap it up in a sec. So if anyone's got any more comments and stuff, leave them down. Uh, you can speak if you want to speak. Um, but yeah, I mean, other positions for me, which might need to be a priority in the summer as well, not just January. I mean, we've mentioned strikers. I think we need a striker regardless. I think Ryan seems to have all the you know the materials to be a, a good striker. I wouldn't necessarily say he's going to get you 15, 20 goals. I don't think he would. I think the nature and how we play means that we need midfielders to probably contribute uh, far more, maybe. So I think with the, with there's a potential there. I think Larice. It'd be interesting to see whether Larice can can pick his pick himself back up. I think he's been a bit. He had that run of really decent games, and he's kind of disappeared a little bit um, since those little niggles he's been picking up. So that's another area we probably need to look at on the right hand side. And who was in his face? Well, yeah, and 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 not being funny as well. That you no shock you're going to you be going to say this. Uh, Hoover needs to go. Uh, he is not going to be good enough. I hope we do not get him back in the summer. He's not been good enough this season at all for me. And it's a real shame because we saw what how good he can be, but he just simply does not show it. So um, I don't want him back. We still need... I think he'll he try and raid Plymouth a little bit more in the summer. Anyone of any quality, he will go back there. Larice Le- should be back after Brighton. Um, he had to... He was hauled aside for twelve days because um, of his concussion. Yeah, that's where he's been. They had to keep him away for twelve days, and obviously because we had four fixtures in ten days, it seemed like he's been gone for ages. But obviously, he was set aside because of his concussion. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Uh, I just think prior to it, he was just a little bit off and on. Again, I think we've we've not signed an absolute. Powerhouse. Let's be honest. You know, he's he's, he's a bit of a steady. Eddie. He's a he's a Jacob Brown type uh, player, really. And he will run all day. He will work his backside off, but probably lacking in a bit of final ball quality, uh, I guess. Um, a few more comments coming through. Uh, so John Dow says we need Campbell gone. He's gone stale. Would like to see some out and out wingers in. Yeah, I think that's a very good shout. I think out and out wingers, in, no doubt. I think will be on the horizon. Uh, so I'll quick look some more. Unfortunately, good old Twitter does not put any of these comments in order. Uh, Smiler says we need uh, Haxa as soon as possible. Vidigal ain't as good as people make out. Uh, just a Portuguese Tom Ince. That's not that's a, that's a name I haven't heard for a while. Uh, maybe a centre half as well, along with McNally, so don't have to watch Ben Wilmot clanger every game. Oh, he's just winding us up now, Dan. But ben Wilmot clanger. He barely does anything wrong. Oh, he's winding us up. I think uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having that. <laughs> Uh, Twan Zebi would have been the perfect signing. Great on the ball, pacey, solid, and, and lives fairly local. 
If we can find a centre half like him, I'd be happy. But wasn't wasn't Twanzibi out for most of this season? He's only just recently come in. Yeah, and he would have been injured if he did sign for us. And he was injured for a lot of last season, wasn't he? Absolute beast of a defender. I still stand by the fact that he would he probably is the best centre half in this division. But Ipswich were quite strangely playing him at right back on New Year's Day. I couldn't quite get my head around that. I was like, if you've got a defender that good, why are you playing him out of possession? You build your team around him, surely. You'd think so, but it wasn't cheap either. I remember the, the money that was flying around reported wages uh, between 30 and 40 grand was what he expected. I think he, he had 50 grand when he left, was at United? Um, and those were the wages he was on about. And we were all saying at the time, everyone was quite universally saying, great defender, but we, we should not be spending that type of money on him. Not that we ever would, in fairness. We wouldn't break the bank like that anymore. We've learned our lesson, but uh, yeah, I think that was the right decision. Yes, he's doing okay now. But he, as you said, he's been out injured for most of it, so it's a big waste of money again. Um, Voon says, I've uh, seen Wolves bringing back loans. If Hoover did go, I would miss him. So he's a Hoover fan, I think, a little bit. Uh, good at attacking, but defending is certainly a problem. Defending is an absolute shambles, uh, to be honest, for me. He's he's no, nowhere near good enough. The amount of space he leaves in defence is frightening. And I know... You're out of the way that comment, aren't you? Thank you, Dolly Pack. Oh, here we go. Um, no, <laughs> I think I had such high hopes for him, Dan. We saw what he did last year, and I was like, "We get him back. What a great signing this is going to be." He's, you know, we again a bit at times not great in defence, but great going forward. Um, for me, he's he's been dreadful in defence and poor going forward. That's the problem. He doesn't do enough going forward anymore this season. So when you've got basically neither uh, on a consistent basis, then that doesn't make him a good player for me. So I just think there could be more consistent players. And I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know what it is, but he needs to sort himself out. Um, Anthony Berry says we should get Harwood Ballis back. Um, I think Southampton might have something to say about that. Yeah. I, I think he's on so. loan there for the rest of the season and started every week. Uh, scored a few goals as well, if I believe, if I, uh, from what I've noticed. So yeah, I think um, yeah, he's quite quite important to them. So there's no chance of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, uh, I don't think there's any more. I can see somebody's typing uh, another one, uh, but we might need to just come back to that afterwards. I know we said it's going to be between 15 minutes and half an hour, and it's been 45 minutes. Typical us on spaces. Oh, okay. Smiler says, uh, Ben Wilmot doesn't do anything, can name Hull straight away where he was at fault for their first two goals. Um, Pigeon Man says, I'd go a step further with Twanzibi. I think he's one of the best in the country. Interesting. Uh, Jordan says, I'm so glad uh, Junior is ours. Got to go to the top, I reckon. Uh, let's have a look. I think Junior, right. I think he's going to be a top, top player. Uh, he will be, I think he'll be the, the go-to uh, right back next year, I think I think that will should be pretty nailed on, but we still need a backup because we still haven't got one. Tom Edwards certainly isn't our backup, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, let's have a look. Some more comments coming in. Yeah, they're desperate for a left back. Uh, absolutely, George. I think we've we've kind of said that. We're definitely desperate for that one as well. Beyond that, I think that might be pretty much it, guys. So, uh, Dan, any final comments or, or Rory before we uh, before we shoot off? 
Yep, looking forward to uh, seeing seeing the new man between the sticks tomorrow. So yes, fingers crossed that there is no Ricks. Um, and yeah, and that'll just be our bloody luck, won't it? A full season at Preston with none. <laughs> Throws one in his net first game for us. Um, but yes, let's be positive. Uh, great goalkeeper. Great start to the January transfer window. Great start to the uh, Schumacher reign. Let's keep it going. Great. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll catch you all soon. Normal pods, normal time, all that, all that fun stuff. And uh, we'll speak to you later. Maybe even tomorrow night if we sign Kundal. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Right then, guys. Cheers, Dan. See you in a bit. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.